You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 26. I got a question for you. What is your jump story? This one's gonna be good. Let's go. Welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life, is intended to motivate you, to inspire you, to have you stand up in your circumstances and just want to do better and become greater in this world. I am Jeff A.D. Martin from JeffADMartin.com. I am super excited, more excited to be here than I usually am. The last couple of weeks have been it's been it's it's been a trip i'll be honest with you so if you just heard the last podcast i just quickly put up a tidbit just saying that i will be back and here i am i am back with this week's episode of this podcast motivating from the six so again i am so excited so again the last couple of weeks have been you know something kind of out of a movie for me because i am as healthy as they come right i've never been in the hospital other than seeing my children being born or visiting people who are sick i've never been laid up in the hospital and so without going through too much detail um, I had announced uh, a couple of episodes ago that I was going to be a part of a, an event, a confidence in you speaking event. So I spoke at the event. It went extremely well. It was it was really good. And so after the event, I had gone kind of feeling a little bit weak. So I went to go get something to eat and I ended up passing out. And so I was taken to the hospital and I was held for a couple of days just to kind of figure out what was going on. And it turns out that I was dehydrated. So it was a little weird for me because I didn't think that I was eating or drinking anything um, different than I usually was. However, uh, the doctor said I was dehydrated. So I was held in the hospital for a few days, but I am back. I am ready to go. I am ready just to make this thing as big and as great as it can possibly become. You see, when you go through certain things in life, like in my situation, being laid up in the hospital for a few days, if you lose a loved one, if you, you know, there's a a number of things that we can go through in life that can just have you stop where you are and just cause you to think. And it really drives you to kind of figure out, am I doing the things in my life that I should be doing? Am I fulfilling my purpose? So as much as I'm trying to do now with this podcast and change people's lives with this podcast, as much as I'm trying to do with the motivational videos that I do on social media, the uh, positive posts I put on social media, the children's book I have coming out that's supposed to inspire children at a young age, the book that I believe I mentioned where I'm supposed to be teaming up with a bunch of other authors and just doing some, some great work to inspire men, as, as much of that stuff that I'm doing I always believe that I can do more. I always believe that there's more that I'm able to do. And so, again, just being laid in the hospital, it just kind of brought that question to me. Am I living my life with the purpose that I believe I should be living? And the question, you know, was came to me. And I think the answer for me was no, in the sense where I believe I can be doing more, which brings me to today's episode. What is your jump story? And the reason why these are connected is because I believe that I am getting ready to make a jump. 
I am cautiously moving forward. I want to make sure that things are secure uh, in my household in the sense where my mortgage can be paid, my children can be taken care of, my wife can be taken care of. But at the same time, it's important for me to want to move closer to my purpose in life. And so to do that, I think I'm getting closer to making another jump in my life. I'm not gonna go into any more detail than that just because I'm still working things out. Things are still brand new to me again. Just coming from the hospital a couple weeks ago, I'm still working out details. I don't know how long it's all going to take. However, I do believe that to follow my purpose, to follow my, my dream and to fulfill who I am as an individual while I'm here on this earth, I believe that I have to prepare myself for a jump. Now, this is not my first jump. There's been many jumps before that I've made in my life. And I want to share a story with you in regards to one of the jumps I made. So I want you to ask yourself this question. What is your jump story? Do you have a jump story? When was the last time you jumped? Now, Steve Harvey, I believe, is the one that kind of brought on this whole thinking of jumping. And you got to look it up. If you haven't seen it yet, go to YouTube and type in Steve Harvey jump. Steve Harvey, when he was filming his TV show, Family Feud, he started talking to the audience and they caught it on camera and he's talking to people and he's telling them, you have to jump sometime in your life. If you want to fulfill your dreams, if you want to fulfill your goals, your purpose in your life, you have to jump. Basically mean that you have to take the risk. It's scary to jump. You don't know what's going to happen when you jump. But until you jump, your parachute will never open. You'll never truly have an opportunity to see what is in store for you in this earth or on this earth until you jump, until you make that leap. And so based on that, Steve Harvey also wrote a book called Jump, and I read it and it's fantastic. And he goes into stories about his life, about times that he made a jump, times that he decided that it was time for him to go forward no matter what, to overcome his fears, to overcome his apprehensions, to overcome his procrastination. He had to move forward. And it's so funny that once he moved forward, he was able to see how much more was waiting for him on the other side. See, Steve is quoted in saying in his book, you cannot just exist in this life. You have got to live. If you do not jump, your parachute will never open. You will never know what God truly has for you. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. What is your jump story? What is it or when was it in your life that you actually decided that you were going to go forward no matter what? Despite what the naysayer said, despite what your own fear said, you move forward. And then how did it benefit you when you came through on the other side? You know, Will Smith said, God put the best things in life on the other side of fear. Once you are able to overcome your fear, once you're able to step through your fear, there is so much more waiting for you on the other side. So it's important that you jump. Sometime in your life, you make that transition and you jump. So like I said, I wanna share with you one of my jump stories in terms of how I got to where I am today. Now, I don't like telling this story because it makes me do something that I'm still nervous in doing. But I realize that there's greatness on the other side of doing it. And based on that, I do it anyway. And I know that doesn't make any sense, but you'll understand what I'm talking about when I get into the story. So growing up, I was when I was a young boy, 
there was I was very shy. You know, I was able to hold conversations, but there were certain things I wasn't able to do in front of people. And one of those things I was not able to do in front of people was to sing. Right. I, I just I could not sing in front of people. Now, don't get me wrong. Even at that young age, I knew I could hold a note. I knew I was OK as, as a singer, but I was just nervous in terms of wanting to sing in front of anybody. Like I'm talking about being in my house and cleaning and, you know, the music's on playing and I start singing and I lose myself in that song. If I even glance over my shoulder and I see my mother stopping and staring and listening to me, I would shut it down. I would shut it down right there. I just did not want anyone to be an audience towards my singing. Like I didn't want anyone to to hear me sing. And I'll be honest, I don't know where that fear came from, but it was an honest and truthful fear that I had at some time in my life. Right. So fast forward, I ended up joining a choir in church and I loved it because it allowed me to sing. It allowed me to do what I loved, but it allowed me to blend my voice in with a number of other people. So I could still do what I loved, but I was still able to hide behind my fears of not having my voice heard. Now, in the choir, oftentimes there would be soloists, people who would come out and sing songs by themselves or they sing a verse by themselves and the choir would back them up on the chorus or whatever the case might be. And I heard a number of singers, good and bad, who uh, were soloists in my choir. I would often find myself comparing my voice to theirs saying you know what that person is really good you know they're better than me but maybe by a couple of points right or i'd say that person is downright awful that person can't sing at all i'm way better than than that person but the difference was between them and me is that they had the courage to stand up and to stand in front of people and sing where I did not have that type of courage. I was so fearful in doing it, like I said, that I would blend my voice in with the rest of the choir because I just didn't want anybody to hear me sing. I didn't want anybody to to be staring at me. I didn't want the spotlight on me. And, and um, you know, that's something that, again, was a, a true uh, fear that I had at that time in my life. So I sang in the choir for a number of years, had a great time doing it, blending in my voice, not being seen, not being heard, just blending in with everybody else. I absolutely loved it. Now, fast forward a number of years, myself and a couple of friends of mine, some good friends of mine, we started a show called Urban Boulevard. And what Urban Boulevard was a live show. Like if you know the movie Love Jones, kind of picture that scene when when Darius is in the uh, in the club and he's doing poetry and it's the lights like are really dim and just a cool, relaxed feeling. That's what Urban Boulevard was. Urban Boulevard was uh, a show that we would put on in Toronto, all over Toronto, and it would have like dim lights. It would have candle lights. There would be a live band. We would have singers like R&B soul singers. We would have poets and spoken word artists who would go up there and do their thing to like a bass and to music. And it was just a real cool, real relaxed type feel. We had we had roses set up in the background like it was like a romantic type, cool, grown up, grown up feeling. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what a show that I used to produce uh, some time ago in the city of Toronto. Now, with Urban Boulevard, what we would do is we would have a practice for all the singers on the Friday before the Saturday show. And so the band would have all the songs, all the music that the singers were going to sing. And we would get together on the Friday at a practice facility 
and this the band would have the stuff ready the singers would be ready and the band and the singers would have an opportunity to sing and play together for the first time to make sure that everything sounded cool everything sounded uh, ready to go for the show for the very next day so we ran urban boulevard for a number of years we had a number of different events and I could tell you there was a number of singers who used to come through and just want to perform. We had man, I used to get phone calls all the time saying, yo, you're putting on this show, Urban Boulevard. I'm hearing great things. I want to sing. I want to perform. And so we had a lot of different performers that would come out. And on that Friday night, they practice with the band. Now, I found myself doing the same thing I did when I was in the choir. I found myself comparing my voice to other people. And I remember thinking to myself, Again, that person's really good. You know, they're, they're, they're better than me, maybe a couple of points better than me. Or I was thinking that person, they're OK, but I can smoke them in a in a singing contest. Right. But again, I had that same fear. I was older now, but I had that same fear. So there's a lot of things that I could do. But again, that fear was just something that always haunted me. And so I, I said to myself, like, why do I just continue to have this fear? I'm a grown man now. Like, what's good? What's the worst that's going to happen? If I started singing in front of someone, even if it was horrible and I didn't believe it would be, even if it was horrible, it, it wouldn't kill me. Right. I wouldn't die. Right. I'd still survive another day to keep going. Right. So I, I you know, I said to myself, this has got to stop. I have to make this jump. I have to just do it. I have to try. Like it might be something so minor in my life, but I just can't allow this this fear to overcome me to the point where I'm a grown man now and I can't allow myself to sing in public. Like it, it was just something that really bothered me. And I said to myself, "Uh, uh, that's it. You have your own show now where you can do what you want. You are producing your own show. It's time to make that jump. And so in one of those moods where I was upset with myself about why I was not singing in public, I decided to sign myself up. And so I signed, I wrote my name down for the very next show before I could even figure out what I was really doing. And I said to myself, this is it. You have to do it. And so I started to prepare for the very next show. And at the time, I was a huge Brian McKnight fan, R&B singer Brian McKnight, just fantastic music. I was a huge Brian McKnight fan. And I said to myself, I'm going to do a Brian McKnight song. If that wasn't, you know, if it was not difficult enough to go up and sing, I'm going to do a song by one of the best R&B artists out there. Right. So I decide, yes, I'm going to do a Brian McKnight song. And so I'm practicing it. I'm doing it. And the whole time that I'm practicing leading up to the show, I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? Is it really that important for me to go on stage and sing? But I knew that it was. I knew that I had to overcome this fear. So I prepared and the Friday night practice came and I went up there and I performed in front of a small. There was no crowd. It was just other singers. And I was good. I was I was good to go. I was so nervous, but I was good to go because I knew that the big test would be on the Saturday at the event. Now, Saturday came. I show up to the venue and it is absolutely packed, right? There is no empty seat in the house. It was at a cool um, a lounge spot in the downtown Toronto, not an empty seat in the house. Now, let me tell you how Urban Boulevard started to really pick up notoriety. In the crowd, we had a number of professional basketball players, NBA players were sitting in the crowd. 
We had a couple of football players. We even had a couple of baseball players that were sitting in the crowd. We also started to make enough noise that some of the record execs used to come down because they knew this was the show to be at. So we had record executives and our people sitting in the audience, right? That's the type of crowd that we used to get. And here I am trying to get over my fear in front of these big wigs, right? These people who are important in society sitting in the crowd waiting for me to sing. So I get there and I have crazy butterflies in my stomach. Like my stomach is topsy turvy, but I knew what I had to do. I couldn't turn back at that point. I had to get over my fear. I had to make the jump. My name gets called and I go on stage. When I see the crowd out there looking at me, so let me describe what I was wearing. I was wearing this cool black outfit, but I also had a fedora on just to kind of make my outfit right. I took the rim of my fedora and I pulled it down right to like my eyebrows so you couldn't see my eyes, right? My eyes were in the shadows of the brim of my fedora, so no one could see my eyes. On top of that, I tilted my head down so the brim totally covered my eyes. So even if you were sitting in the front row of this audience, you wouldn't see my eyes. And on top of that, I kept my eyes shut. I shut them so hard. My thought was, if I can't see them, they can't see me. And I can transport myself into the shower. I'm singing in the shower by myself. I don't know what I was thinking, but these are the things I had to do to get over that hump of singing in public, at least for the very first time. The music started. It was a Brian McKnight song, like I said. I stepped up to that microphone and I opened my mouth and I said, There will never come a day You'd ever hear me say That I want and need to be without you I want to give my all baby just hold me simply control me cause your arms they keep away the lonelies. Anyway, you get it. Listen, you got to understand something. Right now, I am sweating, right? Because I know that people are going to hear this. And again, it's something that I've done after that. However, just to know that I've had that fear growing up and it's still kind of in me, but I'm able to step through it, right? So if you can see me right now, I'm sweating just because I know that this is a podcast that I'm putting out there and I'm putting myself out there. But let me get back to the story. So I sang this Brian McKnight song, Never Felt This Way. Love that song, right? I sang it. And at the end of the song, people cheered, right? People were clapping. People were saying, yo, good job. I came off the stage and I was getting high fives from NBA players. And people were like, yo, keep it going, man. Keep doing your thing. And I was like, woo. When I was done, like I said, even before I went on stage, but when I was done, them butterflies, boy, they were just moving in my stomach. They were just going crazy. But guess what? I made the jump. I made the jump. Like I said, Will Smith has said, God has put the best things in life on the other side of fear. 
And this is why I know this, because on that day, I made that jump. Because I was able to sing on that day, I was able to sing for future shows that we had. Because I was able to sing for future shows that we had, I was able to be invited to other places where I was able to sing at other showcases around the city. Because I made that jump on that day, I was able to sing the national anthem, both the Canadian and the American national anthem at two NBA, I'm talking about basketball games, NBA professional basketball games, because I made the jump, right? As you could tell, I still have a bit of a fear doing it, but I understand that there's a bigger purpose on the other side. As I said, God put the best things in life on the other side of fear. Am I still fearful? Yes, for whatever reason I am, but I'm able to get through it. And because I made the jump on that day, I was able to sing and just keep doing that. And I was able to build my confidence. Because I build my confidence, fast forward to where we are today. Because I build my confidence, I am able to now go into schools, go into community centers, go into churches and speak life into people. Right. Because I was able to jump on that day. I have this podcast where I'm able to stand bold and help people in their circumstances because I jumped on that day. I'm able to create this children's book that I want to change children's lives at a younger age. I'm working on projects that's going to help people get through their difficult circumstances all because I sang. I jumped on that day. See, when I made that jump on that day, I didn't know where it was going to lead me. I didn't know where my path was going. I had no idea that this is where I would be and I'd be speaking to you through a podcast. I had no idea. But the point is, is that when there is something that you feel that you have to do, when you have a purpose, but whatever reason, like me, I was not able to get through it, you have to push through it. Because when you jump, your parachute will open. And when it opens, there are so many blessings that are going to come along your journey as you slowly fall to the ground. Things are going to open for you. Doors are going to open for you. You just never know what's going to happen. But it's important for you to understand that you have to make the jump. Again, because I made the jump, I am now where I am. I have so many doors opening for me. I said to someone the other day, I am scared what Jeff Martin is going to be in 2020 because 2017 has been unreal and I see the doors opening in 2018. I am scared of 2020 Jeff. I'm telling you that right now just because the potential is there and I'm gunning for it. And it's I, I have this passion. I have this motivation to want to help people all because, and I really do stem it back to that day, all because I sang on the stage that day singing that Brian McKnight song. I had overcome my fear on that day and it has led me to do great things for other people. Listen, I have had people come to me and tell me that I have inspired their life. I've had young men come to me and say, I was going to major in this certain thing in university, but because of the words that you said, because of the things that you have taught me, I want to make a difference in people's lives. So I have dropped that major and I have picked up a different major because I believe that's where my purpose is. I believe that's where I'm going to find my life's fulfillment. 
God knows I had a young man come to me some time ago and tell me that he was suicidal because of all the things that he was going through in his life. And I was able to speak life into him. This is all because on that day I was able to make the jump. That's my jump story. That's my circumstances. And that's how I was able to end up where I am today. And of course, when you analyze someone's life, there are so many other factors that really uh, come into play in terms of why you are where you are. But I can distinctly say that I stand where I am today. You were listening to my voice because I decided to make that jump so long ago. So I ask you, what is your jump story? How did you end up where you are now? And if you are not where you are, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for to make that jump? What are you waiting for in your life to make that leap? See, we can come up with a ton of excuses. We can talk about how we don't have enough money in the bank. We're waiting for our kids to get older. So they're not so much of a distraction. We are waiting for the perfect timing. There is never a perfect time to do what you need to do to fulfill your purpose. You got to do it now. I urge each and every one of you to make that jump. All right, good people, listen up. Listen, I just sang on this podcast, right? I'm out of my element. But again, I did it just like I did it so long ago because I know that it's important to make that jump. I'm able to do it now, even though it still makes me nervous to sing in public. I do it now because I know there's a bigger purpose on the other side. I know that it makes me bigger, it makes me stronger, and I'm able to continue to going forward if I'm able to get through my fears. You can do the same. Whatever it is that's holding you back, whatever the fear is, whatever the apprehension is, whatever the haters are saying to you, you've got to make your jump sometime in your life let's make it sooner than later because there's so many jumps that we can make if you can make that very first jump you'll have enough time in your life to make the second to make the third to make the fourth your life can become so unrecognizable if you just make that one jump do me a favor put yourself out there if people laugh they laugh If people criticize, they criticize, but it's up to you. You are your own individual. You are in control of your own life. You, only you can make the jump. Someone can push you off the cliff, but it's not going to work. You have to consciously make the jump. Please do yourself a favor and make that jump. All right, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate all of you who have reached out to me and checked on me and my health and make sure I was doing okay. I am so happy to be back. I am so happy to give you this episode. I just want to challenge all of you to make that jump. Make that jump today, guys. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.